Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Key Reese, And I'm Laura Brodnick. And it is the news that no one saw coming, and I clearly didn't because my whole weekend basically was derailed by the news that Kim Kardashian West and Pete Davidson are maybe kind of probably unsure of true dating. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to get to the bottom of it, get to the truth, and then just get to the feels. But before we do that, we have the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. So making news today, the nominees have been announced for the 2021 Actor Awards. So I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but it's basically Australia's version of the Emmys and the Oscars all swooshed together. It's the best in TV and film that have been created by Australian companies. So leading the TV category is ABC's The Newsreader, which we're big fans of here at The Spill, with 10 nominations, including Best Drama Series, and nominations for the lead cast, including Anna Torv, Sam Reid and William McGuinness. Wakefield follows with eight nominations, including for Best Drama Series. Also in the Best Drama Series, because this is kind of one of the big categories, we've got Clickbait, Jack Irish, Mr. Inbetween, Total Control and Wentworth. Also scooping up a huge amount of nominations is the Stan original film Nitram, which has been recognised with seven nominations, including for Best Film and a nomination for Best Director for Justin Kersell and Best Lead Actor for Caleb Laundry jones So that one is expected to really sweep the awards and it is going to be on Stan this month, actually, so get excited about that. For Best Comedy Entertainment Program, we've got Dom and Adrian 2020, which is very funny if you haven't watched that, Hard Quiz, The Moth Effect, Spicks and Specks and The Weekly. This year, the Best Comedy Performer category has expanded to eight nominees, and there's also a new category for Best Stand-Up, which this year includes the amazing Hannah Gadsby, Tom Gleeson, Celia Pacola, Reese Nicholson, Lano and Woodley, Anne Edmonds, and Lloyd Langford. So the Actor Awards will screen at 7.30pm Wednesday, December 8th on Channel 10, if you want to tune in and see if your favourites win, and it's going to be a huge day for Australian TV. And speaking of Australian television, I'm sure everyone knows that legendary Australian performer Bert Newton very sadly passed away over the weekend at the age of 83. So Bert was a Logie Hall of Fame inductee. He was a quadruple gold Logie award-winning entertainer, radio, theatre and television personality and presenter, and he'll be very sadly missed. It's also been confirmed that Bert will be honoured with a state funeral in Victoria. Well, on to a little update on the Zayn, Malik and Gigi Hadid story from last week. So over the weekend, more details were made public about the alleged incident between Zayn and Gigi's mother, Yolanda Hadid. TMZ again broke the story, obtaining court documents that show Zayn was actually charged with four criminal offences of harassment against both Yolanda, but also Gigi. So the documents show that on the 29th of September, Zayn was at the home that he shared, I'm guessing past tense, with 
Gigi in Pennsylvania. Yolanda and a security guard that works for the Hadids went to the home and then an argument erupted. Zayn allegedly called Yolanda a effing Dutch slut, ordered her to stay away from my effing daughter, and this is where it gets a bit weird, the effing sperm that came out of my effing cock. It was then that he allegedly shoved Yolanda into a dresser, causing mental anguish and physical pain. Zayn still denies that there was any physical contact. Important that we say that. He also allegedly screamed at the security guard saying, get the F out of my effing house, copper, which if you're not British, it means police officer, which he is not. Court documents also said that Zayn then tried to fight the security guard. So for the harassment charge against Gigi, I thought this was quite interesting. The court documents show that during the time that this was happening, Zane called Gigi, who was in Paris, and basically screamed at her down the phone saying, quote, strap on some effing balls and defend your partner against your effing mother in my house. Last Wednesday, so this is kind of around the time when the news broke, Zane was in court and pled no contest to those four counts of harassment. He was fined, but he has the following conditions. So 360 days altogether of probation, that's 90 days for each of those counts of harassment. He must complete an anger management class and a domestic violence program, and he has to have zero contact with Yolanda and the security guard. Yeah, I mean, things have really escalated since we talked about this on Friday. Back then, he was completely denying that anything had happened. There were all these question marks over whether Yolanda had even gone to the house or if there had even been an altercation. And now it seems pretty clear that did happen. And it's probably worse than we first thought. So the Hadiths haven't really made any direct statements about it other than that little statement we read out last week from Gigi really just saying she's focusing on Kai, but we have seen a couple of little things happen. So Gigi's siblings, so fellow models Bella and Anwar, have reportedly unfollowed Zayn on Instagram, massive diss in the celeb world, and Bella also posted but then quickly removed an Instagram story that she had reposted from this kind of like healing spiritual account and it was kind of memeish, I guess. And it read, I can do nothing for you, but work on myself. You can do nothing for me, but work on yourself. Pretty deep. The other interesting thing we found out over the weekend was that Zayn was dropped from his US record label RCA. Now, a lot of people are saying that's because of these charges. It's not. It was done before the alleged incident, but it's pointing to perhaps that he is going through a bit of a time with substance abuse or mental health. We don't have clear guidelines on that, but it's clear that there is much more to the story. And also a lot of people are kind of tracing back this kind of feud that he's got with Yolanda. I know you were saying before that you'd seen bits and pieces about their really turbulent relationships sprinkled through their social media, which I think a lot of people hadn't picked up on. But apparently now it's come out that it's to do with a photo that Yolanda had did posted of their daughter Kai. Yeah, which I mean... I don't watch Real Housewives, so I don't really know much about Yelena here did, but I, I feel like she's got a bit of a shady reputation. But what they're saying is she put up a photo holding Zane and Gigi's one-year-old daughter, Kai, and even though she was turned away from the camera because they've been really careful about not showing her face or letting paparazzi get pictures of her, you could see her face reflected in the wall and fans started pointing it out and Yolanda quickly deleted it, but apparently Zane lost his shit over that because you could see the reflection of her face, which... Seems a lot. And it's clear that it wasn't just the picture, though, because the thing is, Gigi also accidentally posted like a story that was probably meant to go to just her close friends, like her family, and she accidentally posted it on Twitter. And the video was long and Kai's face is in full view. Now, I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but it's clear that the picture with this tiny little reflection, I've seen the photo, 
you cannot see her face. Like you can, but you can't. It's really unrecognizable. Yeah. So, all so babies' faces that- look the same. Exactly. (laughs) So it looks like it's just been brewing for so long and it was, I guess, inevitable that it was going to not end in physical harm but bubble up into something. Well, this is the news that I can confidently say that nobody saw coming. Reality TV star and beauty mogul, that is Kim Kardashian West, was pictured holding hands with SNL star and the original founding member of BDE, that is Pete Davidson. Okay, so on Friday, Pim, Keith, whatever their couple name is going oh, to be. Oh, I'm liking Keith. Keith is cute, right? Well, they decided to kick off their Halloween weekend with a little trip to Knott's Scary Farm in California. Court and Trav were there, as well as former assistant Steph Shep and some other friends who aren't important to the story. So People Magazine ends up getting these images from the roller coaster rides. You know, when you're on a roller coaster and towards the end when there's like a big drop, there's like a camera and you're like, ah! Well, people were smart (laughs) because people obviously had sources being like, Kim Kardashian West is here. It's a weird group of people get these photos. So they got them. Genius. In one of these images, it clearly shows Kim and Pete sat next to each other on the roller coaster holding hands. Now, when I say it out loud, it doesn't seem as dramatic as what it does as a visual when you're not expecting it. But I'm telling you, this is huge. So a source has told People Magazine that they, quote, hang out in the same circles so they'll be together from time to time. I feel like this source is trying to lie to us. Like, we know who Kim's friends are. We know literally who all of her friends are. Like, you can't just slip that past us as, like, hanging out in each other's circles because that, to me, is an acquaintance. And if I'm on a scary ride with an acquaintance, do I hold their hand? I probably do, yes, because I'm scared of everything scary. But most people aren't. Like, Laura Brodnick, you would not be holding an acquaintance's hand on a roller coaster ride, would you? I'd hold Pete Davidson's hand anywhere, so that would be fine. But no, I know what you mean. But I think they're friends. Like, they're in a group together. You spend the day together. You're all giggly and stuff. It was just like a moment in time where they're grabbing hands. Obviously, we want to talk about this because it's exciting. I first heard about this news from you because I woke up to all these messages from you on Saturday. And usually that means something has gone awry in the celebrity world and you were losing your mind over these pictures, just like the rest of the world. Even friends that I know who don't follow celebrity stuff are reposting these. I think it's just the magic of Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. They're two, like, brands coming together. Like, it's unexpected, but I'm into it. Yeah, it's definitely unexpected. Well, it just keeps that kind of, like, mythical tale of this man who gets, like, the most gorgeous woman in Hollywood and then to get someone of Kim Kardashian West's, like, stature. Like, she has cred. I do hate to burst your bubble here, but I just don't think they actually are dating. I think this was just a little snapshot moment in time because they are friendly. Like, he's really friendly with Travis Barker. Obviously, Travis Barker is so enmeshed in the Kardashian world now. And also, he and Kim spent a whole – that lead up to hosting Saturday Night Live. Like, you're in there practicing those skits from early in the morning till late at night. Like, it's your whole – like, when celebrities do that, they have to clear their entire week to spend in at the Saturday Night Live studio. So, they would have just spent – every day together for a full seven days and when you go through something like that you get really entangled and so you're like yeah let's go to Knott's Berry Farm. There's a cast of like 15 of them. They had two skits together. One was the Aladdin one which yes they did hold hands and kiss in. Now are you gonna kiss me or not? I sure am Jasmine. And then they had the, you know, court's court or whatever that one was when she was the judge and being Courtney and he came in with Chloe Fineman and they did the whole, like, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox thing. But, like, there were so many people there and her family. Like, 
I don't think they were hanging out the whole time and getting really friendly. Like, yeah, but that's the magic of Pete Davidson. You just have to be in his orbit if you're a newly single woman in Hollywood and you just get drawn into him. It would have been like a Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper thing. They would have been the only two people in the room, even though the room was full. That's the law of Hollywood. I don't make the rules. That's just how it works. I'm also not sold on them actually being a couple because my head, I've got my Laura Brodnick cat on. I'm like questioning everything, like tabloid. <laughs> what is true? What is false? And all I'm saying is... Them going to the biggest Halloween event in the Northern Hemisphere, like celebrities know to go to Not Scary Farm because you will be photographed. Also, the roller coaster pics, like everyone knows that those pics that people get access to them, like anyone can see them because once you get to the end of the roller coaster, there's like all these TVs up on the wall that have all of the pics. And like if you're a cheapo like me when I went and had no money, like I would just take a picture of the picture. I wouldn't pay the $40 to get the picture. So I just think that they're smarter than this. Like they would have known this would have been something. Oh, so they wanted to be seen. So then I'm like, if you wanted to be seen, then is it truthful then? Like they're just playing me like a fiddle. I don't think they're together. I think that it was just they obviously have some sort of a friendship and I think that Kim Kardashian noticed there was some sort of cachet in also being photographed with Pete Davidson. Like you think that would be quite taboo now and you'd be like, oh, I don't want to be just another Hollywood woman who's attached to this guy and then next week he'll be with a different famous woman. In some weird twist of fate, that magic of being Pete Davidson's new piece of arm candy, whatever you want to call it, his new love interest, has not really died down. Like there's this intense fascination every single time. Like it wasn't that long ago that Phoebe Denevar, everyone, obviously she was successful in her own right, but there was this real kind of mystery around her for that. And then Kaylee Cuoco, like I don't actually think they dated, but I think it was just in their contracts they had to spend time together because she was newly single. And I think with Kim Kardashian, it's the same for her as it was for Kate Beckinsale. It's just kind of making them look really irreverent and fun and kind of in with this pop culture moment. I mean, Kim Kardashian's really good at that. It kind of inserting herself into pop culture moments. And I think for her, she'll just look at those photos and smile and move on because it's just another notch on her belt that makes her look more interesting. Or she's having some wild BDE stuff happening right now. She's having some wild sex in that beige. Can you imagine taking Pete Davidson into that house and he's wearing his goofy hat and like his weird like pit to t-shirts and his like big pink jacket that he wears and he's walking into that like beige museum that she lives in it'd be like having a child like pete don't touch the walls don't touch the table you can't actually sit on the sofa please don't touch the walls <laughs> and then they'll have wild she sex. would 100 percent have clothes for him to change into for while he's in the house like she would just not let people <laughs> who are not dressed in monochrome come on. in the house exactly skims <laughs> He's got to leave it, put his like own clothes at the gate in a garbage bag and then put on some beige skins and then he can come into the house and then they can have wild sex. Look, it's a lot of work, but I'd be into it. Interestingly, though, I mean, and not surprising, is the tabloids are having a big throwdown over this because everyone wants their story that they have from an insider to be the story. So people came out and they're like, well, we've talked to people in Kim Kardashian's camp and they are just friends. And so that was supposed to be the big pushback to the photos. But then Gorka came out with their own insider and then is so trashy. So they've said an insider tells the magazine the situation between the two of them is just friends. However, Gorka can exclusively confirm via our own insider that Kardashian and Davidson spent the night at a Los Angeles hotel on October 28. Do we need to say it? They were not having a Gilmore Girls marathon. 
I'm sure if I Gilmore Girls just got brought into this, but that is the yeah, most... It was a really weird reference to you. Yeah, I mean, are they both secret fans of Gilmore Girls? I mean, I'd be into that, but it was such a weird reference to throw in. But yeah, so Gorka has gone out with saying that, and obviously they must have some sort of intel because they could obviously get sued if they were putting out completely false information, even though that's hard to prove. But they're saying that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson definitely spent the night together in a hotel room in October, and they're really sticking by that story. And now that's starting to get picked up as what really happened. I'm not clear on whether this is real or whether this is not. Like, there's too many things telling me it's not, but then there's also that one little bit of me going like, but what if it is? What if this is her crevice moment, you know? She's like rising from the ashes of Kanye West to glide into Pete Davidson's open arms. Like, is Kate real? I think it might be. I love that you pointed out how... Women who have dated him, it doesn't seem to affect their careers. When I think of it, it's terrible. I'm so sorry, Scott, to bring you into this. But it's like girls <laughs> that on. date, like, and not to say that, like, Scott Disick and Pete Davidson are the same, but I'm just, you know, using Scott as an example because he's close within the range of what we're talking about. But, like, girls that date him, they do get a little bit of a leg up, but everyone's always a little bit like, mm, they dated Scott Disick. Yeah, it's not social cachet in the yeah. way it is dating Pete Davidson. But also, do I just actually thought of this, do you think it's quite pointed that Kim Kardashian is now being very happily photographed, potentially dating Pete Davidson, after he did that big smackdown on Saturday Night Live of Kanye West, one of his most shared comedy routines? Then Kanye said that Democrats broke up black families with welfare, and that's... Slavery is not real. Do you know how wrong about politics you have to be for, like, me to notice? <laughs> like, Kanye is a genius, but, like, a musical genius. You know, like, Joey Chestnut is a hot dog-eating genius. <laughs> you know, but I don't want to hear Joey Chestnut's opinion about things that aren't hot dog-related. <laughs> but, like, Kanye, I know you're like, yo, this is the real me. I'm off the meds. Take him. <laughs> There's no shame in the, in the medicine game. I'm on him. It's great. Take him. There's nothing wrong with take him. If I ever got on a plane and the pilot said, I just want all you to know, this is the real me flying. <laughs> I'd jump out. <laughs> Being mentally ill is not an excuse to act like a jackass. That was a complete kind of throwdown of how Kanye West behaved when he hosted Saturday Night Live. And it's just such a stark contrast to how Kim's material went down and also the relationship she and Pete Davidson have now. Because Pete very pointedly left the stage when Kanye was mm. on there. So that's a little extra I layer. I think you mean the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Yay. Oh, sorry. Yay. He left the stage when Yay was there. <laughs> it's never going to work. Puffy Diddy tried it's it and no one work. knows what he's called, so everyone just calls him that guy. If Kate Middleton can't shed her name after all these years and be Duchess Catherine, then Kanye West can't be Yay. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Well, let us know what you think about Kate. Do you reckon it's real? Do you reckon it's not? I really want someone to prove me one way or the other so I can get a good sleep tonight. You can do that by either shooting us an email at thespill at mamamia.com.au or just Jump into our Facebook group, so much easier, and I'm always lurking on there like a big loser. 
Thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. We hope we've kicked off your week with a little bit of pizzazz. I've got a quick recommendation for you. Do you feel like getting lost in something extraordinary? Wait for it. Join host Emma Gillespie as she delves into the glamorous and scandalous life of Linda Evangelista, the supermodel who vanished. In our latest season of Extraordinary Stories, here's a little bit of audio. Even her junior high school teacher, Josephine Baranek, knew what might lay ahead for Linda penning it in her yearbook. Something I really believed in. I said, see you on the cover of Vogue. I did know early on that I wanted to model. I had no idea it was going to happen yet, and I guess they knew it too, and I didn't ever think it possible to be on the cover of Vogue. I thought it was just a very nice thing of her to say. To listen, hop on to M Plus and subscribe now. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick and Maddie Joanno with audio production by Leah Porges. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au. Bye! Bye! Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures – 